When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know in around five minutes. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. Today is Friday, November 10th, 2023. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. We'll get to the first public comments from Steve Wilkes since he was moved to the sideline, as well as Brock Purdy's comments in his weekly press conference. But first, we begin the show as we always do with the injury report. Only one player missed practice on Thursday. That was Aaron Banks. We already know he's going to miss the game and a few games, in fact, with turf toe. Four players were limited yesterday. Trent Williams, that's obviously good news to see him back at practice. Javon Hargrave had a knee injury. That's new as far as I know. Demetrius Flanagan-Foles has an ankle and Drake Jackson also has a knee. Trent Williams reportedly had his ankle heavily taped, but seemed to be getting around okay. So hopefully he can go on Sunday. Ray Ray McLeod was also a full participant in practice after not being able to go on Wednesday. So that's very good. He's recovering from an illness. Now let's get to the audio portion because we've got a couple of good sound bites for you. Two people you, that you care about. Brock Purdy, Steve Wilkes. Let's start with Brock, who didn't mince words at the podium. We just need a win. You know, we need a win have that feeling again of of uh, winning and then get on a streak and, and roll. Uh, the second half of the season's huge. Um, first half was the first half. I feel like we all got rested up over the bye week and and uh, this is going to be a stretch that we all know is going to take what it takes. So um, this game is, I think, huge for us in terms of getting started for the second half of the season. The 49ers are far more desperate than the Jaguars. Jacksonville's won five straight. Maybe that desperation helps San Francisco out just a little bit. One more from Brock. He talked about the importance of taking care of the football. I'm an aggressive kind of quarterback in terms of like anticipation um, where my guys are supposed to be. You know, I trust them and and I let it rip. But, you know, there's times where I got to be smart with it and be willing to take the check down. And and um, depending on the, the, the point in the game and where we're at, the scenario, the situation, uh, all that comes into, into play. So um, I, do, I have to be better at that for sure. The Jaguars are excellent at forcing turnovers. They're actually tied for the league lead with the Saints at 18. So Brock has to put extra emphasis on not giving the ball away. As for Steve Wilkes, he met the media for the first time since we found out he will be in a different spot on game days. Naturally, he tried to downplay it. Just very candid. I think we're making a bigger deal out of it than than it needs to be, to be honest. But uh, I just want to be able to communicate with the guys a little bit more 
during the game. You know, certain things that I'm seeing, I'd rather be able to talk to them directly uh, than, you know, to communicate with coaches. I think our coaches do a great job, uh, number one, throughout the week, but also in-game adjustments. You know, that's one of the things I, I've really, you know, pride ourselves on and how we communicate as a staff and making the right things uh, throughout the game. So uh, it's just really with me, just wanting to be able to communicate with those guys a little bit more. What about all the personal criticism you've been getting, Steve? I can honestly say I'm sort of built for this, you know, not not in an arrogant way, but uh, I've always believed is is certain, you know, it's, it's two things. It's what you hear and what you listen to. I hear a lot of the outside noise. I don't listen to it, good or bad, you know. Uh, as you mentioned, I've been doing this for a while. And I understand the emotions uh, of this game and, and what we play at this level. Uh, I try not to be emotional. You know, uh, we're five and three. The standard is so high here, right? And we lost three in a row that everybody feel like the ceiling is collapsing on us. Uh, we're in a good position. I've seen this. I've been around this. Um, I can take it. I'm the new guy in, you know. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, I have confidence in myself, most importantly. I have confidence in those players and the coaches uh, that uh, we're together uh, and we're going to come through this. Okay, he says he's built for this. I guess we'll find out on Sunday. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Friday, Mike Jones of The Athletic has an article all about teams that are paying for big blunders, and he actually has the 49ers on it. I personally disagree with what he said, but if you want to read it and decide for yourself, just click the link in the description of this episode. One thing to watch, NFL Live did a fantastic segment all about simulated pressures and how defenses are using that as a counter to all the shifts and motions that offenses are doing nowadays. Really informative, really taught me a lot. I hope you enjoy it too. Click the link in the description of this episode. One thing you may have missed, according to Vivid Seats fan forecast, it's going to be another 49ers takeover in Jacksonville. Vivid Seats is predicting that it's going to be almost 60% faithful in the stands, which is actually more than when the Niners played the Jags in Jacksonville in 2021. That was only 54%. So strong 49ers presence expected on Sunday. That's a wrap on today's 49ers and five. Please rate review and follow the gold standard podcast network. Enjoy your Friday. Everybody, Michelle Majuk and I will be live 9 15 AM Pacific time. We'll break down the game from a betting and fantasy perspective as we always do. Also, tomorrow, my crossover podcast with Mike Dempsey. He's the Jags game day host on their radio network. We took a dive into the offense, what the 49ers should not try and do against them. It's only about 10 or 12 minutes, so it's not going to take up a ton of your time, but there's a lot of good info in there. And of course, after the game, you know you got to join us for the Instant Reaction podcast live here on YouTube also on Twitch, also on Facebook. I'll be breaking down everything that happens. Hopefully we'll be celebrating and not commiserating over a uh, four-game losing streak. Hopefully we'll be celebrating. The Niners will be six and three. Either way, come. I promise you, you will enjoy it one way or another. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk later today. This has been a Gold Standard Podcast Network production, part of the Fans First Sports Network.